Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. By the way, just an aside before we get down to the business of computers, computer love, we have a listener in Maui that felt compelled to tell us that they were listening in Maui. Well, cool. 847 area code. God bless you. Enjoy Maui. We're going to have warm weather this weekend, too. (laughs) That's one of the, the, the things that we absolutely love about the advent of the internet yes that that literally people are listening to us from all over the world back in the day pre-internet we would get out to uh, and the station still gets out to uh, 38 states and parts of canada we would hear from destin florida from uh, riverside california yes uh, on Sunday nights, so folks in Vegas listened all the time because mm-hmm. the 720 in Vegas would go off the air for maintenance, yeah. and we'd be coming in like gangbusters. And that was really exciting yeah. back in the day. But now people can listen on their phones and live stream, and apparently they're doing that in Maui today. As a matter of fact, well, I'm going to pause. We'll bring in Patrick, and then I'm going to ask Patrick about uh, the thing I just paused. Okay. Okay. Don't forget it. Uh, so we're going to segue and talk computers, and if you got computer problems or anything uh, we can help you with, just you can text or call. 312-981-7200. As we are now joined by Patrick Crispin, who is the Director of Educational Technology at Keck School of Medicine of USC. And we just like to say doctor. That's a doctor, Patrick Crispin. How are you, Patrick? Woohoo! How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, all is right in my world. I've just been woohooed by yes. Patrick. <laughs> we have to have the woohoo. You do, yes. That's how we know that it's really Patrick and <laughs> yes. not a clone. That's our our <laughs> cue. You know, people send you texts and they say, "This is me," and I go, "I don't know if it's you. Give me a clue." And he goes, "Woohoo!" And I go, "It's really yep. him." That's I can take this that's message. Yep. How are you that's doing? That's our today? secret code. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Good. Just good. fine. Well, it looks a lot like California from where we're sitting on the 18th floor. It's sunny. It's gorgeous. We're going to be in the, well, what, you're going to be like in the 90s this weekend? Uh, no, actually, what's really weird is we're kind of like you guys, or maybe a few degrees warmer. We're going up to 81 today. I think it's going to be cold this weekend, 66. Ooh. Uh, and then 74, So, um, which is really good since my son has uh, a soccer game tomorrow. And I, I, I'd much rather have it be 66 <laughs> instead of 96. Yes, yep. poor guy. Yep. He was working up a sweat out there on the soccer field. <laughs> he was trying. <laughs> he was trying. So, Patrick, I, I paused my thought, but I want to jump into something before we get to all the other stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, talking about people listening to us from all over the place. Had an interesting uh, message yesterday from a, a longtime friend of ours who was listening on it's a, uh, a streaming internet radio that allows him to hear us wherever. And I believe C. Crane makes these, and mm-hmm. there's some other companies that make those. Uh, anything that you're aware of that uh, would be a, uh, we should recommend for people to check out? It takes just, a, I believe it just takes a little bit of hooking up to your Wi Fi or your, your own computer set up and then you can basically if you can Use hear it, like it on the radio. internet you can hear it on this radio hmm. pretty much it, it, it there really is no one great platform for you to use in my office and my office is a faraday cage mm-hmm. um i've got uh, Bose 
that I have, and I've got a couple app or a couple stations loaded into this, so I can do internet radio. Because without it, I wouldn't be able to hear radio at all in my office. Um, really, just pick pick a pick a platform that you like uh, that sounds good, and you'll be able to run off of it, off of it. The other thing is, you can do a lot of smart speakers and just connect to it through your mobile device. Oh, so your you phone. can stream it through your mobile phone. Yeah. You can then have your phone connect to your to your wireless speakers and do it that way. Yeah. That's great. When we were in Florida last, the Sox were actually playing good baseball. And that's how we had to resort to to following the game, was listening to it on the phone. Although sometimes, if you're in a different area code, you, you're you. not able to pick up your local station. Yeah, I think we fooled depending them. On what, but this may be just a Major League Baseball, baseball thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the other thing is you can load apps for the particular radio station. So if there are certain games that you want to listen to, check to see if the radio station has its own app. Mm-hmm. I know that as a fan of the University of Alabama, we're not talking about what happened on, uh, on Saturday's no. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they um, play but, Saturday? <laughs> yeah, I think they played. But um, I, I actually, that, so I could listen in if I'm out of the house. Um, I actually have the app for the radio station in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, so that I can stream it live as if I were in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. It was actually easier to listen to that game than watch it because there was just so much orange it was hurting my eyes. It was. It was like, ah, and I'm from Tennessee, so you know that's bad. <laughs> All right. That's a lot. We said we were going to talk about, and it's kind of piqued the interest of a lot of folks yeah. about this key fop nonsense. Criminals have way too much time on their hands, and frankly, they're pretty smart because they come up with this stuff. Um, the first question is if you have a newer car, do you have to be concerned about your key fop being hacked or stolen so that ultimately somebody could come and steal your car? Maybe. Um, um, here's, here's the issue. Um, this is what's called a man-in-the-middle attack. And it's usually within 30 feet of your car. And it's usually a team of two people or more. And when you walk up near your car, there's a sort of short-range radio frequency that's kind of saying, Oh, wait, I, I, I see you. Uh, let me see. Do you have a key? Do you want me to connect to your car? And what one happens is you have a thief show up get near your car and the car wakes up and says oh i'm here are you ready to connect to me and then there's somebody else with a second antenna that's kind of pointed towards your house and they then copy that signal or boost the signal from inside your house to your car and then it's as if you have your key fob in the car and they can drive off now Newer cars do encrypt that data. That doesn't mean it's encrypted really well. Um, if you have a Kia, if you have a Hyundai, not so much, uh, certainly the older ones. Um, one of the ways if you really want to protect your key fob, and you're really concerned that this wireless key fob relay attack is what it's called, you can put your key fob in something called a Faraday box or a Faraday cage. There are a bunch of companies on Amazon and wherever trying to sell you them. They're all garbage. They're just terrible stuff. Really? Um, yeah, they're, they're overpriced and they don't normally work. What you really need is just a metal box that will shield you from the outside world. Best example I can think of this is a cocktail shaker. Put your stuff in the cocktail shaker. Oh it is a gosh. sealed metal container. Really? You don't have to go buy anything ex- extra. If you desperately need to buy something, 
go out to Jewel Osco or your favorite grocery store, look on the top shelf, get a box of Royal, da- Royal Dansk Danish butter cookies. It's that round tin of butter cookies that you get. It will have in it either one of two things. It's either going to happen because this is a law. It will have either cookies or sewing supplies because it's just the way it always is. That's right. (laughs) All right. Hold your thought right there. And put your stuff in that. We've piqued everybody's interest. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Dr. Patrick Crispin. We're talking technology and the latest crazy story about uh, cloning your, your key fob. Stay with us on WGN. We're Chicago's very own WGN. Steve King and Johnny Putman at WGN Radio and for Lisa Dent. We don't do the show alone. In fact, there are, on the other side of the glass, there are two very hardworking people who mm-hmm. make sure we don't completely break the radio station. <laughs> and if you go to twitter.com slash Steve and Johnny. I think you got their attention. <laughs> you will see a picture of Curtis and Brian mm-hmm. making sure that we don't completely break the radio station. They're, they're the ones who actually do the hard work. That's right. They just they hand us the script. Yeah. We, we yes. read the script. We are talking about computers, technology, and specifically spending some time talking about this business of key fobs and are you vulnerable and can a couple of guys sitting outside your house with a couple of laptops steal your car because they're able to access the code on your key fob right i again it boggles my mind how smart people are and why they waste it on this kind of stuff but uh dr patrick crispin is with us on the line and patrick before we took that break from news um you were talking about ways that you can protect your key fob and you said what's available on amazon probably don't want to waste your money on what you consider junk some of these pouches right a lot of the pouches, they're made in China, and, and nothing against the quality of the products that are coming out of China. There are some good ones. These just aren't. These aren't okay. very good. Uh, one of the best ways that you can see if a pouch works, if you have a pouch right now, mm-hmm. or if you're putting it into a butter cookie tin or a cocktail <laughs> shaker or whatever, um, is put your cell phone in it and then try to call your cell phone. If you can get through to your cell phone, that's a problem because that's not blocking radio signals. That's an And you can tell test. that this is a big issue. Yeah. Really, what you need is some sort of metal thing that doesn't allow any air in. Uh, some people have recommended in the past, uh, you know, an unplugged refrigerator if you have one of those. I'm not sure that's a smart idea. And, and the other part is, who has an unplugged refrigerator hanging around? Yeah. The other thing is, the gasket around it is not a really good air, okay. good Wi-Fi block. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard people, I cannot believe that people do this. Don't do this. I'm telling you not to do this. Say, you can put it in your microwave because your microwave no, is a no, metal no, no, box no. with a mesh screen on the door. Oh. I'm not putting my electronics in my microwave. No, 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 no. 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 Okay, what about an uh, Altoid tin? You know, the tins, because people are texting. What about that? Uh, work. That should work. Yeah. Uh, and those, those get, things really, really fasten. Pretty, they snap they close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they close up. The other thing is aluminum foil and tape work. Um, really, what you're trying to do is just knock down the signal. You're going to make whatever device you have 
a little harder for for it to communicate with the rest of the world and the rest of the world to communicate with it. You're trying to just kind of take away some of the signal. I will warn you that if you do store your mobile device or anything that is battery operated that has a screen or whatever in what is called a Faraday cage is what you're building or a Faraday bag. Uh, the idea of this is Michael Faraday came up with this, I think, in the 1830s, where he realized, hey, I can block out our electromagnetic signals uh, in a metal metal mesh, metal mesh cage. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, but if you put in something that is trying to actively connect to the network, it's going to actively try to connect to the, to the network. It's going to be like putting an animal in the box, and the, the, the animal's going to try to get out. Same thing with your phone. The phone's going to go, oh, can I connect to the, connect to the wireless? Can I connect yeah. to the wireless? Connect to the wireless? And it will eat the battery up. So put yourself mm-hmm. in airplane mode if you're going to do that before you before you do that for extended times. But honestly, just put, put your phone or something that you can contact over you know a cellular line or or you know some other way and then try to contact it and it's a great way to test whether or not your faraday cage or faraday bag works and you're spelling faraday f-a-r-r-a-d-a-y a one r michael faraday he was a british uh british physicist okay i just uh a question popped into my head and we're going to jump to some calls but i'm going to throw this one at you what about there are some brands of cars uh, Lincoln, and I think some Fords, where you can, in fact, use just a, a code on your door. With with I that, don't, I don't know if yeah. That's the thing is is if you have a wireless key fob, it can still if it can override that code, then that's an issue. Okay. I'll also point out on on a different thing: if you have an older Kia or Hyundai especially if you're an older Kia or Hyundai with key key ignitions, not the the fob, but actually a key, you need to go out and buy yourself the club now. Something to put on the steering wheel. This has been a big issue for the last couple years, particularly up in Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. where I think there are about 11,000 cars stolen in Milwaukee last year, 66% of them were older Hyundais and Kias because it's really, really simple for somebody to steal a Kia or Hyundai. This is not the the wireless key fob attack. This is actually doing something with a USB key. I won't tell you what it is. Right. Uh, to the point where rental car agencies are, if you rent a Kia or a Hyundai, they're going to give you warning, you are not allowed to park in Milwaukee County. If you do, yeah. we're not going to cover your car. Now, TikTok has taken down those instructions, hasn't it? But they're out there anyway. They're out there. Yeah, I know they're floating. There are are videos on the Internet. I do know that there are some suburbs in uh, the Chicago area where the police departments are providing those kind of clubs for you. Yeah, yeah. It's a wheel immobilizer. I know they're kind of expensive, but you really don't want to have your car stolen. This is a big known issue. Kia and Hyundai are going to make immobilizers for their cars. The issue right now is that once you start the car, you want your key fob or basically the the car to say, hey, is this a real key? Do do you actually own me? And then check every minute or two. And if not, then to disable the older Kia and Hyundais do not have an immobilizer built in. So once you start the car, the car is yours. You can yeah. drive it off and yeah. until you turn it off. When you turn it off, it, then you have to have the key to get it back on. Just before we take a break, uh, let's jump to one of our phone calls. And uh, Brian, thanks for holding on. you got a question for Patrick? 
Hey, Brian. Yes, I sure do. Good. How Go you ahead. doing, Patrick? Hey, Brian. How are you doing? Not too bad. So I've got um, two laptops out of a handful, uh, but two of my favorites. And about a year ago, Microsoft tried to push through a bunch of stuff, as they do at, in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, these are also uh, Windows 10, where you actually have a PIN number that you enter, not yep. uh, not the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to back the patches out by booting in safe mode, and that just exasperated the matter uh, to the point where it's like, call Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or, you know, so I've got... I, Kind of got the blue screen, but not the blue screen of death, but it was more of a, it's running home to mom at that point. So you simply cannot log in at this point? Nope. So you got a couple door stops is what you're saying, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, basically. basically. One of them is is my favorite. It's a um, HP that's a brushed aluminum case Mm. that I call the silver bullet. (laughs) And the other one is one that I've had for a few years that's each laptop has its own use and these two are my favorites well i'm going to tell you to go back to your radio and listen we're going to take a quick break and get an update on weather and traffic and then when we come back patrick can address your particular problem brian so stay with us that's called a tease it is so right now we want to go over to weather and traffic and find out what's going on from mary vanderbilt steve king and johnny putman of wgn radio and for lisa dent we are uh, talking with patrick crispin about uh, some computer problems, and as always happens, every time we get Patrick on, the clock is just Racing. sped up. Yes. So, so let's quickly uh, try to address a couple things, Patrick. You were going to address Brian's question about the Microsoft patches. Yeah, it sounds like he has gone deep down the rabbit hole to the point where he's going to need to find a way, if he can, to get to the command line and then run a tool called DISM, which is the Deployment Image Services and Management. Uh, command line tool. Um, th- it's really complicated. What I can do is I can send you the instructions on it because it's really what we did with your fo- uh, your computer. Right? Yeah. I, 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 when you mentioned that, I was just thinking I had a, a, a goofy problem, and this was several weeks ago, and got Patrick on the phone, and we did just that, and it took a couple hours, but it fixed it the took, problem. It yes. took a while. You can do, but, so you can run DISM with a bunch of little tags after it, and then System File Checker after that, and it should take care of this issue. Hmm. provided you can log in. If you can't log in, try logging in with your Microsoft login, not with your your computer login. In other words, your Microsoft online login. Sometimes that works. Hope that helps you, Brian. Now, Patrick, I wanted to take a moment and talk about something that's come up a couple of times in our Facebook um, feeds. People saying, uh-oh, don't accept a friend request from me because I've been, quote, hacked. And immediately what I say to them is, change your password. Is that the yep. appropriate thing to tell people who are freaking out because they They've been hacked? Sadly, no, um, because th- there are two issues going on. There's hacking and there's cloning. Right. Cloning is where somebody steals your picture and your name and creates a new Facebook account. By the way, it's not just Facebook. It's all social media. Yes. And then they pretend that they're you. What is beneficial is they'll start out with zero friends, zero followers, zero subscribers. So they then have to contact all of your current friends and subscribers and say, hey, I've got a new account. Can you follow me? The follow-up then is they're going to ask you for, ask those people for money or spread malware. Can I interrupt um, you for one so, second to say, go for, it. for people who follow us on Twitter, 
If you see, because this person is now following us on the Stephen Johnny page on Twitter, if you see Johnny Putman, it is not Johnny. Yeah. Well, thanks for telling yeah, me that, so, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. How many many people are you married to now? I know. I I don't know why he's got to blow my cover on the radio. So cloning is one thing. Go ahead. The best best way to protect yourself, just search your social media and see if you have your name and somebody with your picture who's not you. You can then report that person as being saying this is account cloning or basically this is a duplicate or this is you do not want to contact the person saying, how dare you take my information? You report them and you report the profile or report the page and say, hey, this person is pretending or impersonating somebody else. And hopefully somebody's going to take that down. But it's one of those things. As for Facebook hacks, it's when someone has your username and password. In that case, yes, do change your password. I also recommend strongly turning on two-factor authentication in yes. Facebook yes. And, yes. In, and in Twitter and in Instagram and anything else. So even if somebody has your username and password, they can't get in unless they have extra piece of information. Right. I use Google Authenticator for all my uh, two-factor. And thanks to you, I do too. And sometimes it's a pain because you've got to go to your phone. you got oh, to get something. But, a royal pain. But you feel better knowing that that's something that the bad guys can't get. Well, Patrick, Absolutely. as always, the time just... <laughs> it's amazing. We had like six topics we needed to cover and a bunch of calls. And, and I think we got to one and a half. Yeah, yeah. But I, we did want to... Next time I'm on, we'll talk about my new backpack. <laughs> well, I know. I saw you had a picture of that cool backpack and that's a, your your belated birthday present from christine so yay for you <laughs> yay yes cool. if people want to follow you uh what on twitter or where should they go to follow you uh twitter's the best place and i'm just Crispin c-r-i-s-p-e-n i've been a twitter user from the early days so i got my last name and only my last name awesome okay well patrick thank you and hug our boy for us okay <laughs> Thank you. That would be your son. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Patrick. More coming up. Stay with us. News is next in the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.